everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. This is our weekly review show, Luke. Very weekly. Very weekly. <laughs> and is. it's also very hungover. Luke oh, got drunk goodness. last night and missed our recording. So we're doing oh. this very quickly on the day that it comes out. You'll end up oh, being geez. able to hear this like an hour after we're done. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Fresh. Oh, it's so cool. It is fresh. But before we go into a bunch of chapters, and again, we're trying to do this a little streamlined so we can get more chapters and even more new books. We can oh. add a couple again this week. But go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. That is a promise. Boom. And it, and it's a promise basically from the bottom of our heart. Oh my goodness. Also go to our Patreon where you could go patreon.com slash weird science manga. And if you go over there, one of the shows that kind of lends into this, the sister show of this is oh. the manga picks of the week. Very weak. I like But the three picks this week, which may actually, I, I even suggested that maybe we up that to four because oh. we're adding so many. Maybe Big we'll go eventually. Chayujin, maybe we'll have that. Oh, maybe. This week, we end up having Nehru, Way of the Martial Artist, Chapter 11. Yeah. We have Mashal, Chapter 79, and mm. also Witch Watch Chapter Something or Other. I so, ended up yeah. just writing chap- Witch Watch Chapter Chapter. Chapter huh. 31. 31. There you go. 31. But that was a sparkly chapter Very with sparkly. a little romance. But oh. Streamline. We're getting to this. We have a mm. bunch of books and we're gonna start with what, Luke? We're gonna start off with the new kid on the blocks is uh this is P P P P P P as they say it in the break center. P P P P P and it is a nice color page to kick things off for chapter two. We have Life expectancy, which is a bit grim considering what we will that cover. Is. In this Basically, <laughs> that is the main character, Sonata or oh, Lucky. No. That's his mom has a year to live. Oh, and great. that's basically what this chapter is. You get right to Shibuya Music High School. Whoa. We wanted school shenanigans. You get slight school shenanigans. Yeah, but music school shenanigans. What's this, this? This book is still a little off. It, it is off. with it. Um, I don't know that I... Like the main character, Lucky. Mm. Uh, he, he ain't so lucky. First off, I mean, he really, really isn't so lucky. Um, and, and with that, too, we're, we're dealing with, you know, some music school shenanigans. The first thing we get to is a class. At least we see some class. A lot Listen of other with books. with the ears. Yeah, a lot of other books don't have any class. No, no class. <laughs> and this is ear training. And basically, it's set up because our main character, Lucky, he's the worst. He's the worst of the worst. He we already have knew ear this. For it. He has no ear for it. Oh, All he has is a heart for it. I mean, oh. he does. And and really, that's what we set up here. And wow. when we ended up doing Hot Off the Presses with this, I told you that Farusa, the girl that he ended up girl. talking about or talking with on the stairs. Remember when we saw that crazy scene? Uh, I said, oh, she's geez. probably going to be in it. She is. Here she is. She's Crystal in the ball. class, top of the class, head of the class. She's the greatest, has perfect pitch. It, it really, it, with that, I'd like to call her the perfect something or other that rhymes with it. Oh, because oh, oh, I always, I, it's funny because with that, I don't know that anybody has ever sat and dreamt of having perfect pitch. I have at <laughs> points. I think it's the coolest thing. And a perfect. lot of times, what that means is say I walk outside and I hear a car wreck, I know what. 
pitch that's in. Whoa. Oh, that's in. That car wrecks in D flat. Right? <laughs> Stuff like that. Uh, but I, I, it's one of those, yes, it's one of those where <laughs> a lot of times it doesn't really lend itself completely to anything else. Mm-hmm. I've seen, there's a big guy, I, I wish I could remember his name as YouTube videos. Where he talks about music and stuff He's oh, a musician, yeah. his son has perfect pitch But doesn't do anything with it because he doesn't really care About music, but oh. Occasionally they'll have these things where he'll just play a note Ding, and he'll go like E flat With a mind, it's cool She has that, that gives her a leg up You end up having lucky Say I wish that was me, Sonata wishes it was me As he goes off to visit his mom And his mom Pretty much watching the news I mean, seriously, is it a slow news day in Japan? <laughs> Why? When do you ever turn on there and leak slip Ireland, and you end up seeing that the you know big pianists oh, of, yes. the, of the deal the are going on? This is this is like the Beatles where they're heading to JFK in the Whoa. U.S. I mean, it, this is crazy that this is big news, but it's part of the book. And she's watching this, and she does miss the idea of mm-hmm. them playing together. But and she that's doesn't why... want to hurt Lucky's feelings, so she turns the TV off. He wants her to watch it. I, oh I like goodness. that, actually. He's like, no, no, Mom, I know you miss them. And it's his. he thinks it's his fault that they don't get to see them, uh, which shows you that they just stay clear with the mm. dad, you know, mm. the big deal. That's what we wanted more of them. And we didn't get, apart from watching them on the TVs. Just the TVs. And we're going to continue that idea when he plays Twinkle Twinkle. He does it softly because they're in the deal. And that's the the music that he ends up liking to play because that's what his mom liked. And that's what she can envision them playing together. And that's what you ended up even during his entrance exam. You ended up having the teacher, you know, Hideo Dada that we'll get back to in this (laughs) chapter as well. Dada uh, ends up being able to see that as well, seemingly knows that he's part of the sex tuplets, all this stuff going on, all wrapped up in the one. But really, throughout all this, all I can think of is that he's good at that because it's the power of love. He wants to be good at that twinkle, twinkle, because that's what his mom loves. Mm -hmm. She's sick, all that. And you have you you want the anti-gems this week? I'm telling you, the anti-gems of the doctor and nurse, when you end up having Lucky come out of the room, and he's like, oh, man, you know, mom seemed like she was in good spirits, right? All right, let's go out in the hall. And they are in the middle of, yep, that woman's going to die in a year. She doesn't want her son to know. What oh, my God, like there you are. What happened confidentiality? How right in the middle of the hallway. In the hallway. <laughs> he comes out. I love oh, as no. they're saying. She doesn't want the son to know. He would really be upset that she only has one more year to live. And he, you end up like, what? And she, the, the nurse turns around and just goes, oh, and, uh, oh, whoopsie doopsie. That's a my mistake. daisies. Oh, jeez. Uh-oh, spaghettios. You end up where <laughs> he then says, oh, that's why she changed her medicine. I was like, oh, no. really? I mean, you know, she was out of it for a while. She wants to. A year is a long time. Well, is it a medicine. long time in piano land? It's not, but it's a long know. time in sickness land. Yes. You know, she changes her medicine because she's told this, that, you know, seriously, unfortunately, there's probably, and I don't want to freak anybody out, but oh. there's probably like 50 people listening right now that will die within this year. <laughs> yeah, don't change your medicine. Like the deal. That's, <laughs> that's still a piano, lot of time everybody. to live, right? Oh, jeez. So in this, is it weird that at one point, I actually thought that they were going to all of a sudden reveal that the mom was also blind. I I swear (laughs) to God, even though she was watching the TV, when she says, I just like to see you guys. I'm like, 
Is she blind as well? Like, no. But the (laughs) whole idea is this gives you the time frame. Oh, no. I got to get better in a year. Let's go. And to be fair, this gives us the mission statement that we were looking for. It is the mission statement. The the mission statement. We thought that it was going to be something, you know. Again, the mission statement is Lucky needs to get as good as he can so he can play with his brothers and sisters legitimately. Not in the dream state of Twinkle Twinkle. He wants to get so good that he can perform with them at least once before his mom dies. That's the big deal. I think that as we get forward, that would lend us to meet the, the family that we want to. Eventually. I think the dad's going to be a complete jerk oh, yeah. and be like, no, no, no. And then at the end, somehow. And again, this is a weird deal where you are almost putting like a time limit on the book itself. Mm. But. Are we even going to get there? Because me and you <laughs> think that this might be one of those that does U-19. not. U-19. You can, we can say U-19 two chapters in, really? Oh, jeez. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I'm saying right now, if things don't pick up, and, and mm. I think that the art's a little off in this, I don't necessarily love the cat, and you're really sticking with this twinkle, twinkle little star. And the mind, but they love this twinkle, twinkle. I'm telling so you. So basically, the the end is that you know, Lucky goes back. He's crying. He's still punching himself, and that's another that weird throws thing. me off. Big yeah, time. it does. He likes to punch himself when he's upset. Uh, but he goes and this Dada, Deo Dada, the teacher that actually made him. Like, he wasn't going to accept it. Dada ended up hitting the golden buzzer there to get you to Hollywood. He ends up going there. And uh, now Dada is even going to push that more. Even as we are told that Dada is the only teacher ever recognized by Lucky's dad. The big, you know, deal. So that is a big connection. But there's going to be a competition. Because, again, you end up having... It almost repeats. I don't know why you have to have this and have them play the it's same like the magic, thing. I can see the and, and again, we already like, know you can see. Yeah, it. we already saw this before, but it's again. And basically, Dada says everything else that you did was garbage. The Twinkle Twinkle's good. I ended up stepping in. Let's explain that a little more. You do something. Why do you play soft? Well, I play it to my mom in the hospital. All the stuff we know already. Oh, by the way, I need to learn how to play the piano like a master before my mom dies. That's what I'm crying about. And then you have Dada say, oh, by the way, we're going to have a competition, and it's going to be between you and Furusu, the girl that we barely know, but she's the head of the class, the girl that he knows from his high school. And uh, they're going to end up fighting for the love of Dada. Whoever wins the contest, Dada will end up training again. I think it'll be both of them. We'll see. That's going to be kind of what I say later in another chapter with apprentices and okay. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it it seems to be the, the girl who, and I'm telling you, it, it, does she have the universe floating around those eyes of hers? <laughs> it's like, you know, there's the twinkle little star. But oh, jeez. She seems kind of empty in my mind with those oh. big eyes. I think that she is another one. Like, uh, she's really good. She's naturally gifted. I don't think she has the heart. I think that she's going to be more technical. She's going to teach him the ways of the piano. And I think that he's going to teach her the ways of the heart. Oh, my goodness. That's good. I think I'll have it because I think that that's what Dada set up. The technically perfect person oh. and then the person who stinks but really wants it and really means it and plays and from play the heart the and stuff pianos. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so with that, it's like the idea. I would rather listen to like a punk music, a punk band, than say Steely Dan. That's a dig Old on you. Take music. that, Steely Dan. You, know, oh, you never okay. thought there'd be disses on Steely Dan, right? 
I even know, know Steely Dan. No, it's not a guy. It's a band, but they're oh. very like they were real technical and real you know sticklers. But it uh, Dan, if it's a band, hmm, because it might sense. be Dan to Dan. I don't. Know. You end <laughs> oh, up at the end where there's going to be the contest. Whoever wins gets mm. to be the student of Dada. You're still in the school. I don't understand how this school works, but like, does, that's does, like a special treat. Does the loser get kicked out? Is this like I, the, I don't know? Is it Nehru again? What oh, is no. sleeping outside? <laughs> I don't know. Sleeping uh, under the piano. Maybe. Yeah, really. Uh, I think that, you know, the, this is special training. Oh. Y- you're going to get a little up with the deal and you'll become a star. Maybe. But, yeah, by the end, seven. Seven out of ten. Okay. I, um, I'm not really digging this yet. I need something to hook me in. I think they think that the idea that his mom's dying, I, I might be a, a real, you know, jerk. I'll, I'll even give myself, I'm an anti jerk the idea that she has a year to live, I'm like, yeah, all right. You know, it's not a week. You got a year. A She's going to be bedridden. of time. Not for piano, but not I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Days go long when you're just sitting there in that bed. I think oh, that this is going to feel like, you know, a century for her. I don't she know. may She's or dying. may not be blind. We don't Maybe. Know. I don't know. Oh, my and goodness. you got the heart, but what would you give it? Uh, I go seven point two. You know me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I w- I would say with this, I do need eventually for them to like spiffy up things with a little bit of like you know decor and saying, listen, I'm gonna put roses on the piano and I'm gonna put tulips on your organ. Oh my! Oh goodness. my God, that's a dirty joke. Oh jeez, see, this is what happens when we we do things a day late. <laughs> what is next then? <laughs> yes, the next up is the dance dance. This is chapter twenty six. We picked up a Kappa monster. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I I like this book. I, I actually book. really do like uh, Dan to Dan to Dan to Dan's, as we say. And mm. we had that real long and very confusing, you know, arc that we underwater just ended. School. Underwater Jeez. school ends up with you know pretty much our trio uh, of characters completely mm. nude: Okaran, Momo, and Shatori all nude in the hall and everybody has to cut. And I like the idea. A lot of times these books don't go with the deal of um, trying to explain things. They just mm. move on. But we saw there's gossip girls in this. Oh. You had a lot of people see them. And so they have to come up with a story and you do end up having Momo's friends, the gals, they come in. Oh my God, Big what gals. happened? What happened with you? We're going to make up this story and we're going to see what happens. And they come up with the idea. That because Shiratori also was nude, that Momo and Shiratori are fighting over Okaron. And I love the idea because, remember, he just wanted a friend. So he never reacts like this is cool or anything. He seems oblivious and seems (laughs) upset. But the idea of, oh, my God, they're fighting over this guy. The big moment and maybe my gem of the week is Shiratori has everybody in the school at her beck and call. And they are ready to hit the streets. They're gonna get pitchforks. Out for they're blood. gonna get. I mean, they're gonna go and get torches, pitchforks, and take care of Momo. We'll get her. We heard these rumors that she's easy and sleazy, and I'm ready to pleasey. Oh, and geez. we're gonna get him. You end up. Shiratori steps up and says, and it's weird because even at the end of that deal with the underwater school and and Nessie, uh, she still says, "I'm gonna get you. I still think you're the demon. I'm gonna." And ends up pretty much. Thanking everybody for making her feel so bubblicious. That's one of the panels of the week, but says those rumors, I started them. She's not really like that. And pretty much says, 
stop talking about her like that and and gets up like all dismal everybody's just like what like what's going on she walks out and they're all looking like huh what was that about you claim that this is not going to ruin her popularity. I think she's still going. I mean, her she's popularity is too, is too solid, stop right? Bobalicious. I don't think you can. And I think that when this twist and turns, they're going to be like, oh, my God, you were so great for admitting <laughs> that. Or they're going to think she's lying. Oh, you're taking or the, the, the blame. Or they her to Yeah, yeah, something like that. But you know? she goes out. And kind of starts crying to herself. I love when she keeps calling herself an idiot. And, <laughs> and legitimately, if you want to talk about, is banging her head on the bench that she's sitting on. It's crazy. But she's like, my popularity was at its zenith. And I ended up doing that. I ruined it. What am I doing? Oh, my God, you idiot, idiot, idiot. And then Momo shows up and goes, hey, what are you doing, dumb, dumb? Uh, nothing. Get away. And it's one of those. You, you see that she at least likes Momo or respects her. For at least saying, don't talk about her. I, I was the one who lied. And so, yeah, Momo's like, well, what did you say? Well, what's the story you went with? You know, uh, why are you alone? You must have said something. You ended up sticking up for me, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And I like when, when Momo goes, those people are usually stringing behind you like goldfish turds. And I, I thought, never heard that. That is a real good explanation <laughs> of these hanger-ons. But says, you know, spare me. You're, we're enemies and you end up having to say you 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 know you didn't do it did you uh you didn't badmouth me when they were trying to badmouth me Aww. and this just gets her upset you shut up you bet i did i put you over the coals and then as they're doing it i love the art in this i think that this book is really good and everybody should check it out Absolutely. i love while shiratori is yelling i raped you over the coals you got a problem with that and all you get is Momo's doing stretching. Yeah, sure you did. I like that whole deal where she's just doing that. All of a sudden, though, we get Crab Monster again. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Just shows up. And it's kind of a shame that this isn't in color in the way they go with it. It's like, oh, my God, he's dripping some kind of white stuff. And you oh, don't really, it just looks like water to us, but whatever. It's disgusting, right? Uh, they go right into it. I mean, you even have Shiratori immediately turn into her like demon self. Mm-hmm. And you end up having uh, Momo's going to end up doing the spells and things like that. Magic but this, hands. You know, old crab guy, Chiquita, it troubles, just falls over. <sighs> I mean, it, it seems like he's dried out. He ended mm-hmm. up there. We have no idea. The idea of, you know, we get this real flashback of young D. It's very weird, right? I don't, I don't know what's going on. I like, is, is he the daddy or I is he the little he was one? the kid, but I don't know. He falls over and then wakes up. They bandaged him up completely, not to just help him out, but maybe to help him out, but it's also so he doesn't attack or whatnot, but they made him dinner. And then they have this argument because Granny's there. And um, you end up with the idea, see, Granny, he's an alien. No, he isn't. And he's a Kappa. No. And then and then you end up having Okaron is like, well, some people think that Kappa. Like, you get this weird thing. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. But I, I do like this team. And I like that we have Shiratori there at the house as mm. well. And they're talking about this. And this, you know, this, what do you call it? Crab, Crab monster. Just, you know, gets up and is like, I'm going to get you. I hate you. And then looks over, what's that? And they're like, oh, well, we didn't know what you eat, you know, if you're an alien or a cat. What? So we just made you some curry and things like that. And suddenly you realize that all this monster needed was love. Oh, oh my and, goodness. And one at friends and ends up saying, I mean, this, how much of a turn is this? It's going to, he starts crying. 
and says, this is the first time that I've ever gotten this kind of medical attention and been treated so kindly. I swear I'll never hurt people again. Boom, Whoa. on the team. And I, I like his, like, boxing gloves that he wears. I think he'd be, I, you know, as wacky as this team is, I think he'd fit right in. And you know what the funny thing is? Bring them all on. Uh, <laughs> this is one where, again, the development, I know all these characters already, so mm-hmm. adding crazy crab monster is only going to make it better. Yes. And I think it's hilarious that now we, we might even have a little look into the world of aliens and monsters from somebody who was from that. And the just when it friends, I like it. I, I really do. I'm going to give this a nine out of ten. Ooh. I liked it a lot. I really did. I, I thought that this was really good. What would you give it? I'm going to. I'm going to go eight point eight, but I'm going to match your nine. Nine. Yeah, it's really good, and I'm glad that we decided to catch up on this mm. uh, when they ended up dropping stuff, and then you know. But with that, you have to get the uh, what is it, Kobe? Can't. We have to get those middle chapters yes. for that book as well. Uh, what is it? Kobe oh, makes, Kubo, Kubo makes is me invisible. invisible. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, still invisible not. To us, so. No middle chapters still. Oh. I check every, every and week. today, yeah, Wednesday, new chapter came out. Yep. No, no backlog. And in fact, the, the deal is, I'm even forgetting the name of it now, obviously. But we're going to go to the next chapter, which is new. Oh. To the show also We were going to do this as a hot off the presses For number I fell one asleep. Somebody fell asleep oh, so we geez. never did it But what is it uh, This is the Diamonds in the Roughs Chapter 4 Reunited It feels so good Oh my it goodness does. It does And it's good I mean here's the thing We're going to get right. right into this You end up having a main guy Kai It, it ends up dealing with this gemology in this world oh. as we are learning more and more about the world and what some other books have a problem with red hood is the <laughs> idea of progression and getting i mean no, no, this no problems is, here this is chapter four not only do we in my mind get to what would be that hunter's guild in red hood that we mm. can't ever get to we also have our main guy kai who's set up to go after this guy who turned his family into gems. Never, they are not, just, not you know, the good kind, though. No, I mean, not that kind. They're, they're <laughs> like Dr. Stone gems, Uh-oh. like Stone Deal. And he's trying to find the guy. He finds him here in the fourth chapter, and they start fighting. Whoa. But in the meantime, you get Ko, who is a gem, a gem. girl from this town where you the end up burrow. having... The burrow. Yeah, the burrow, the, the gem burrow. <laughs> and... She has a connection with the other character. I'm telling you, having this is just the first time we talked about it is <laughs> hard. But if you've been reading it, and hopefully people will catch I, up. If I they think have after reading this chapter and after how much we're going to sing his praises, I think you should play. I hope up. that people should. Akaboshi is the the sensei, the master yes. who ended up going and taking Kai out of. And Kai ended up living in a you know underground because mm. of all these monsters and things like that. And you end up having. Him being the apprentice to a master who never wanted an apprentice, which you end up this girl, Ko, she's real jealous because she obviously oh. wanted to be the apprentice. Oh. They were going to have a race. It's all crazy stuff. And you, you, have to get and it. Was, you were expecting to have like that rivalry stuff, and then the body just showed up out of nowhere. We weren't expecting it. The town gets attacked. Oh, I mean, geez. there's monsters in this whole world, and if you are above ground, you are open game. For getting attacked, these these uh, towns and cities end up having protections, but if they are taken down, they do get attacked, which is what happens here when the big bad guy does show up. 
and you have kaiju mines, everything's going to hell, mm-hmm. and you end up having you know buildings collapsing, and you end up having Kai ends up saving a family and quite like candy flurry that i said almost like exposing that you have the lollipop deal you got Uh, yeah kai who just shows up and nobody knows him he shouldn't have any abilities but Mm -hmm. he can turn and it seems to be diamonds a lot when he ends up trying to save people and touching other you know minerals they Mm. turn into diamonds and this is something that co-seasons like what the hell we're going to have to talk about this. I'm going to have to take you to the borough, you know, the bureau after this, and we're going to have questions for you. But he does save some people, and then you end up just completely going with the idea that the big bad shows up. I mean, out of nowhere, like really, really quick, all of a sudden, oh, my God, that's the guy we thought would be 50 chapters to get to. And we'd see, nope, right there, front and center. And they confront each other, this bad guy who does look like he's a little too, like, you know, relaxed. Very laid back. In my mind, right? Very really laid back. And Kai freaks out when he sees because this guy has a particular earring mm. that that makes it so you're the guy. Do you remember, you know, so long ago that you ended up turning a family, you know, a mother, father, and a little girl into mineral, and then you ended up making the kid have a ruby leg. That's the oh. big thing in this. He has this crazy gem leg. I'm telling you. This may not make much sense as we go. It's it's a really <laughs> odd thing. You have to read it. But as we go forward and continue talking about this, it'll make more and more sense yes. as each chapter goes. But you end up where it's basically going to be a fight. And this bad guy, he's pretty, you know, evil and sinister. He has a he has like a rock hand. That he even says is poisonous. It's some mineral that's poisonous. He can change the hand into different minerals. And he ends up putting it over Kai's face. And he's going to pretty much poison him. Uh, But with all that, there's all these other things. I'm telling you, there's (laughs) wacky things going on. All these attacks. That just showed up and then is dead, I think. I mean, craziness. Big, Uh giant. A lot of the times these attacks just make giant pillars of minerals and gems all that going on to thinking i think our main character is gonna die oh uh from this guy and that's when you end up having our main you know sensei who you said either teleported out through the gem that was given the eye the earring or he just showed up and basically says what the hell are you doing to my apprentice again I don't know if any of this is going to make much sense to people because we're jumping right right into chapter four and we didn't want to spend too much time. But it is good. And if you're reading it, it's a good progression. I like this girl, Ko, and I think that her and Kai will end up both being apprenticed to Akaboshi. I think that what's going to happen is she might be one to like, I'm going to go tell the bureau, but. They're going to commit to not to I or, or, or I have to keep an eye on you guys. Yeah, you know? yeah something go like that. Again, very much like a candy flurry stuff mm. like that. But I but think that she, she really goes with that idea that she thinks that uh, Akaboshi is like the greatest. So I don't oh. think she'll go against him. Mm. Uh, so I think that she'll join up. We'll have to see. Now, this is one of those that there's already 22 chapters out in Spanish. And they're translating them as you go. So it's going to get past. We already know it'll pass U19. Mm. Uh, and 
It's a crazy play to have the main guy. This would be like, you know, Harry Potter and Voldemort fighting in, in book middle of book one. Mm-hmm. Right? The Sorcerer's Stone. They just go at it out of Whoa. nowhere. Like but it's it's kind of refreshing that you're gonna oh, get absolutely. to that and go forward and after that see what's going on. Uh Ruben not very uh, fond of this. I oh, am really? telling him because he's big Prince on he's big on full metal alchemist too and I that, got that vibe. We, we from said it. we had big full metal alchemist vibes from the those early chapters. Yep. Yeah. Again, people would have been able to hear oh, the hot off the presses, but as we go here. Yes, yeah, yeah, would have been. But uh with all of that, oh, no. uh, you end up with again the big fight. Between now, I don't think that they're going to kill or get rid of the bad guy. I think no. he'll get away, but it's cool that we see him and I already have a confrontation with him. So with that, I'm going to go a solid 8.5. Oh. You told me that this is probably your book of the week, okay. so I'm, I'm expecting way high. What are you going to give it? I'm going 9.2. I'm telling you, I, you know, you remember how excited we were? Like whenever the likes of Nehru and the likes of... Yes, even the Red Hood. Like when they got the ball rolling, like I like seeing these new new kids on the block switching up the game. Ooh, you know, new you kids know, on they're, the block. they're not waiting and sync. I'm t- old people. It's music. good though. They're not waiting around to the end game to show off the villain. Like we're doing this chapter four, lickety split. I appreciate that. Yeah, it it is pretty crazy. It, it shocked me. It really did. When they, I'm like, holy crap! Like that's the guy you've been after. Well, uh, it shows you if you just get out of your house underground, get going, you can do things. There you I go. Guess. Four chapters in, but a big. But we're going to go to the next chapter, which is going to be a quick one. It's going to be oh. kind of like the in-house, uh, you know, lightning deal oh with goodness. me talking about, and I'll just go full the whole thing. It is Don't Blush the Kemi Sun, chapter twenty-eight, and it even has on the deal. What's the outcome of their conversation? And we're going to find out where you had. You know, Takadano talking to Sakeme, asking, can I do this? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I think. Okay, thank you. And then goes off and you have friends showing up. And and the friends in this book are great. I mean, they are rival to the Bondo friends in uh, Roboco. And what you end up is you have Amaya Kun show up to do some studying at Takadano's house. They even say, I haven't really been at your house before. This is cool. And ends up coming in and, and meeting Takadano's younger sister, who we saw already, but it's Sora, and she, I'm telling you, Amayokan thinks she's a doll, but right away she is. I mean, she is a doll. She's a gem. And she just starts, and this is what I like about this book, is things can happen, and these friends and Takadano himself, they just go with the flow. They just hang out, have fun. You end up having Sora ends up starting to braid and put ribbons in both their hair. As then you end up having Mayaka Jima, the other friend, show up. He's a bit confused at first, but really all this chapter is, is to show that these guys are best friends. They end up being gems. They'll go with this. Sora is great. Sora is really like taking to doing their hair. Then as a special treat, does a little Rubik's Cube. (laughs) So ridiculous. But all of this throughout, Takadano keeps thinking to himself, I, I, I got to tell them this. I got to tell them the secret. I got to tell them. And then at one point, he's like, nah, it's just not right. I'm not going to have time to do this. I'm not going to tell them. But then you do end up having Sora get tired, put her to bed, right? And comes back in oh, oh. and thinks. And I love also that this is supposed to be a study session. And Amaya Khan right away 
says, yeah, I kind of came over to have some fun. I kind of <laughs> came over to, to play and all. And I'm telling you, when you end up having Takadano go and answer the door when Mayakajima shows up, and he's that guy's always sleeping and eating and late anyway. But I love even that. You even see him eating and mess. But I love when Takadano goes and answers the door and they come back. And Amayokan is sitting on the ground and Soya, Sora is up on his you know butt holding his thing. It's so cute. But at the end, he sees, okay, I can tell him basically one of the biggest moments of this book ever. He mm-hmm. says, hey, guys, uh, I just want to let you know I'm dating our classmates, Kemei-san. And they're looking. He's blushing. Also, he's got pigtails and things. I'd like to. <laughs> Amayokan in this is now convinced he should grow his hair longer. So that he can have more of the ribbons and stuff Because you do see Mayakajima, he has longer hair He has two pigtails and, the pigtails and then it just says the truth of their relationship Has finally come to light Boom, done And Whoa. that's what this book does it, it ends up very quick, wholesome Just really just nice friends Going through their day And the mm-hmm. idea of being embarrassed to have a girlfriend And trying Slice to, you know, life. two things But it's it's nice And it's what it is, as we say, but I'm it 8 out of 10. It it's just it's another great palate cleanser chapter that will put a smile on your face. Uh, what would you give it? Wait, you say 8 out of 10? Yeah, 8 out of 10. I'm going I'm 9 out of 10. Are you going 9? This is yeah, huge. I could go 8.5. It's just, huge. I don't think it's as huge as what we're going to get the next chapter because okay. I want to okay. see their reaction. Mm. I mean, we knew what he was going to tell them. Well, we didn't, but we see now. <laughs> I need to be the big thing of when they're like, yeah, we saw this, and we go through. I'm telling you, and that's I believe even more gems. Than yes, I believe. I'll go eight five. You're right. I'm not going to go nice, full nice. nine. I'm saving that. All but right, the thing right. is, I swear to God, next chapter, what we're going to have, and remember, this is every two weeks. Mm. But you're going to just have them say, "Oh yeah, we know," and we're going to have a whole chapter of seemingly where they thought they were being undercover. <laughs> These two always saw and did not want to. You know, step on on there their toes go. and say anything to make them even more gems. As what I, I that's what I think. I mean, if, if they're like, "Oh crap, we're not good," like it, it, I would, I would be so <laughs> upset and shocked. So I'm gonna go with an eight five. You're right, though, but you go nine. You go with your nines, nice. whatever you want to do with your nonsense. <laughs> but we're gonna move on now to crazy i mean oh. i'm telling you right oh. now we're moving on because yo it's mail call it is mail, mail call. call and i think that jason ended up last week opening up the floodgates we got, fire. Th- we got three mails uh, <laughs> three mails when we had none all this time jason oh mails we get it. they're very quick but they're very cool maybe <gasps> one is a little weird but Uh-oh. if you want to email and join jill hito and edgar nice. who emailed this week you can end up emailing us at Weird Science Manga at gmail.com. That'll be in the show notes. We'll start with Jill, who says, Thanks for all the podcast, guys. When are you planning on getting back to the anime show? Oh. I really liked it. And that is Love Jill. Oh, uh, love. And oh, okay. we have been talking about it. We have been talking about uh, adding it back in maybe not every week, mm-hmm. but maybe twice a month or once a month, something along those lines. But one of the things that people have been yelling at you in the Slack chat about oh, is geez. to see the old Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy with that Bebop. live action show coming out and whatnot. Mm. Also with the side that it's one of my favorite animes of all but time. I, and I think that most it. people who, yeah, I think most people who have seen it uh, do love it. I've never heard anybody say they don't like mm. it. Uh, I think that that would be what we would come back with. And we'll, we'll talk about this. Mm. Me and Luke have 
have discussions hmm. ahead of us. Let's see. <laughs> but we will probably end up doing that sometime soon. I wish yes. I had more of a, a solid date. But the next one is Hito. Hito R. Says, right. hey, Jim and Luke. I used to listen to Luke on Hero Notes. Oh. So I was surprised when I heard him on this show. Surprised. I'm like, why is he <laughs> hanging out with that guy? <laughs> Just wanted to let you guys know you are really great and make me laugh out loud on the bus. Oh, under yes, the on bus. the bus. Lovely. Everybody shakes their head at me, but that might be because I am also reading Ayakeshi Triangle. But so you have Hito knows the jokes. Hito's been listening. <laughs> uh, Luke, in the meantime, Oh. Are you going to be riding the bus as much? Because you got your license. I did get week, my license. Right? You got your license. Wrong, it's wrong. one of those things. In, in Leak Slip, do people usually get their license in their 40s? <laughs> I, I, I don't know that. Oh. Uh, I ended up here when you said that and you're like, I'm going to celebrate. I'm like, my, my son, Ethan, my, my son, Rafe, uh, most of my sons have their license by now, but. Logan is not old enough to get it yet, and oh. Ethan is, but keeps failing his test. So. See, I got mine first try. So first did I. try. So did I. My, my mom moves from England and decided oh, yeah. that she needed to drive when she like hit her forties. Legitimately, <laughs> I think that she ended up failing like ten times. And I said, I don't care okay. when you pass. I ain't driving with you. <laughs> I mean, somebody's telling you something here, and it's the guy who's making the test because you stink. You're oh. terrible. And yes, she is terrible. She's the worst driver ever. Oh, great. And yeah, but she passed eventually. Tanya, my wife, mm. didn't even take the test. Oh, really? She is the worst. Her her uncle was the guy giving the tests, <laughs> so she didn't even have to take it. They just drove around. Legitimately, oh. that set up one of the worst drivers ever. That this is why you need, even if you're related. I'm just anybody's out there. If anybody's out there. And they are the administrators of the test. You're not helping anybody Uh by passing people without that test. She has gotten into so many accidents, so many crazy things. Like (laughs) the idea where when she would come and we've known each other almost all our life, Mm. where I used to live, there was just this one stop sign that that is a real important stop sign. It's very busy. She'd just blow through that at least six tickets over the years from that. And her thing is, I paused. No, you, it's a stop sign. <laughs> it's not a pause sign. You're not going to win out with that. And hmm. just nonsense. But yeah, so thank there you. Go. Thank you, Hito. And the Good last stuff. one, quick, this is a quick one from oh, Edgar. You ready for this? Edgar says, You guys are okay. Okay. Period. Okay enough. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. Okay with a question mark. <laughs> I don't, I don't know That's what okay. Edgar's, I don't okay know what Edgar's playing here. Oh. Just a lot of okays. We're okay, right? So I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask Edgar to go off and give us a preview on, yeah, on the Apple stars? podcast. That that seems like a three star or okay. A two. Okay, so okay, <laughs> thank you, Edgar. But he did mail in. So uh, again, those are the emails. Very quick, cool. Uh, and yeah, if anybody wants to email, we, we read anything if it's not a big bad. If even like, if it's I, just okay. Yeah, if you're like, I hate that Luke guy. He's oh. a jerk. I'll read that <laughs> twice. <laughs> but yeah, email us at weirdsciencemanga at gmail.com. We're going to go off right now and we'll be back with a couple uh, more books. All right, Luke, we're back. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we are back. And what are we starting with this uh, long section with? Yes, we have the Haunters Guild Red Hood, number 12, the man himself, Bonkers. Bonkers. Oh, my and, goodness. and we love Bonkers. And, you know, I don't mind seeing more Bonkers. Let, let's get, get these people off the train boat. 
Let's get to the Hunter's Guild. Now, with that, you have to throw the Bonkers story out here because mm. Bonkers is trying to basically what I equate it to is Bonkers is using the Hunter's Guild as almost like somebody living off of like, you know, maybe they shouldn't be getting assistance from the government. It's almost like you're you're getting government assistance, but you don't really need it. But you're going to take because basically all this chapter is is Bonkers. By the end of this, we we continue with this whole deal with the handcuffs. The handcuffs. We strategy. see that Debonair thinks that's cool. Debonair's mm. actually impressed and thinks that this is a cool thing because, as they explain, Debonair is there to teach. Debonair is yes. there to maybe not help, but she's impressed. Grim is there to knock some heads in. And remember go. when Grim came in at the last second, I'll be part of this too. Grim is there to be like, it's good cop, bad cop. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to go cop some robbers, that's what it is. Debonair, good cop. Grim, bad cop, who, if you want to get to the Hunter's Guild, you may get there. You may have a broken arm and ribs, which it's funny because you have Volu say, that Grim. And I, I love the idea that he knows so much about her. I never thought that he would know this. Like, how much bone she would break? And he's like, Jeez. she doesn't have any empathy. She seemed to. Especially little, this little Grim, right? A little, little Grim had empathy. And then, like, she'll break three, you know, ribs. And, and then she <laughs> says it. But all this goes. And they look like they are going to be able to win. Everybody's going to be able to go, especially their group. And. You end up having Bonkers grab Valu and that other girl and throw them in the cargo elevator so that he can now lose. He wants to lose on purpose, at least him. This doesn't really affect the rest of them. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's where I think that Valu shows that he is a bit of a gem, uh, you know, because of the idea. And I think I got rid of there it is. There it is. Because he still goes back and realizes what's going on, as Grimm realizes it, too. And it seems like the government and this the hundred they're on to his game. Uh-oh. He, he keeps losing at the very end. Now, it's funny to me because, remember, if you quit at a point, you have to row, row, row your boat back. But I guess mm. if you fail, you, you kind of get back. He's using this as free room and board. Is what he's doing because well, he still has to do the training. Yeah, but he doesn't mind the training, right? And he is huge compared to and the guy. idea too. He's only twenty three. Everybody's <laughs> shocked. Like really, twenty three? I thought that guy was like forty. And uh, so you wonder why do you do this? Why do you, why does he keep losing? Why does he need free room and board? And you see, he grew up, and you end up having Grim going through these things. He grew up. He was rich. You ended up having him live in a town very similar to what happened with Velu, actually, mm. with the idea that a big, giant monster kaiju deal came and, you know, pretty much wrecked the whole city. But they were saved by the Hunter's Guild. And that's why he kind of looked up to him. I want to be good like the Hunter's Guild. I want to be good. And then seemingly they're shamed. His rich family shamed in having everybody kind of live at their mansion. Who was out, you know, without a house. Because it was rainy weather. And it was rainy. They didn't have a house. And he says, if we didn't do that, they would call us villains. So we did. You end up having bonkers go a little. And this is when he was Beilu's age, he says. He was Mm. 13. He even looks a little bit like He does look like him. But then again, so does Debonair. Yes. I'm telling you, the art gets wonky here. We're going to get through this quick, but it's, it's a little wonky. Because these two people show up. They're pieces of crap. Uh-oh. I mean, they end up showing up and saying, oh, we have nowhere to go. They're there. They're looters and end up, again, this reminds me, if I throw it out, Pulp Fiction, 
where you end up having the the two, the guy and the girl at the beginning saying, mm. you could go and rob a bank, you can do that, but why don't we rob a diner and keep getting things as it comes in, all this and everybody. They don't want to loot anymore. They just want to have the easy score. Let's go into this rich house, pretend we need to stay here. We'll rob them overnight and leave. And you end up having bonkers. He sees this. He catches them. In my mind, that the art gets wonky. In my mind, he tries to stop him. The one guy goes to attack. Bonkers only has a oil lamp mm. and ends up putting it between them. Both of them catch on fire. Oh. And the thief runs and jumps out the window. I mean, pretty much, I'm on fire and ends up falling out the window to his death. And with that, you see that, you know, Bonkers himself is on fire. That's why he has that metal. You know, chin, I guess, with that because it looks like jaws, and he can't talk because his mouth, everything was burned. This other thief starts yelling. He pushed him out the window. He's going to kill me. He's doing this. Basically, the word gets around town because at at one point they realized that these people were thieves Mm. because they ended up stealing a watch. But the idea is like somebody stealing a watch. That's not enough to burn them and throw them out a window. And they don't give. Bonkers or his family, any, you know, any leniency or any benefit of the doubt. And mm. they look at the family as big murderers, jerks. Bonkers leaves. He leaves at 13 and says, I mean, at one point, it's almost like, you know what kids have to do to get a, he had to get involved <laughs> in some bad stuff. Shady he got business. involved with shady business, ended up jumping from job to job and says that the big thing was he wanted to be a hunter. Like the deal, but then you realize I can get free room and board. He's just continuously going from the city off to the Hunter's Guild, fails, goes back, goes, and we saw it takes a while and all that to get there. Mm-hmm. And three so months. basically, he has been, you know, he's been, you know, using the living system the here. Perks. He's been living off that, and that's why he wants to lose. And then basically says, now that you've figured it out, you know, even to Grimm, because he's saying this to all of them. But now that you figured it out, I guess I'm going to have to go and be a mercenary or something bad. You know? And that's where Vey Lu comes up and says, no, no, no. Vey Lu's crying. Bonkers is like, why are you crying? He's like, I- you aren't a jerk. And then thinks back, well, you kind of are. But, you know, you deserve this. You can be a hunter. Don't sell yourself short. Why don't you do this like I am? Let's go. Come on, Bonkers. Let's both become hunters together. It's nice enough, chapter. Nice. I just, this I don't mind if you're going to take some time to get bonkers, but I'm telling you, it gets wonky. The art, when you have this mm. guy catching on fire with bonkers, everything gets wonky. wonky. But I said it got wonky earlier when you ended up having those stupid werewolves at the beginning. <laughs> when you get close quarter fighting, the, the pencil-heavy art, mm. so it really gets confusing. But by the end, you get a bonkers story that I thought, I'd have a little more feels for, oh. but in the end, it was okay. I- I'm going to give this a solid eight. We oh, need wow. It. Now, after this, though, we need. I could go as low as a seven, five, but <laughs> I'll give it an eight because you-, you do get that thing at the end. Let's both be hunters together. That's nice. Let's go, Buck. We he might like just bumps. say no, but <laughs> I think that this is, to me, you can't have, you can't tell me that we're not going to finish this Cops and Robbers next chapter because now everybody's on everybody's ready Mm. better end up where the last person gets pulled out of that jail at the last second and like we're here time's up let's go let's get going Mm. if not i'm gonna be pissed because (laughs) we need to get some hunters guild we need some hunter stuff 
we need to see some more monsters, not just this nonsense. So I'm going to go positive as an eight. What would you give it? Well, I got to go hit it with the 8.2. You know okay, how I well, you, you will go with that. I'm not, go. People are just going to end up like, he doesn't even <laughs> have a score. He just goes. But, you know, I, I do. I do like this enough because at least we're getting something worthwhile. Some yes. of these other chapters of let's go. Like we didn't have to go through the whole. Right, this is better than the handcuff exposition. I'm telling you, twice, two chapters in a row. Of, <laughs> well, what are we doing with these handcuffs again? I don't remember. Oh. Yeah, I don't need that. But what are we moving on? And actually, we're moving on to a book that you're going to talk our whole way through. What is oh. that, Luke? This is one of my mini light rounds. Oh my goodness. This is the me and the Robocos. Uh, chapter 58, the choice and the pair. Oh my goodness. And yes, this is all about our favorite little duo in all of Shonen Jump. This is the Gorillas and this is the Matsuo. This, that's the one that Jim always forgets. He's got the bow tie. And these are Bondo's buddies. And we always say whenever we're doing the me and Robocos that it's these two. Like whenever it's the spotlight on these two, that's that's the the banger chapters. I mean, these are this is what we come here for. Uh, and this week, it's all about these two, and they're all palling around at Bondo's house, having a good time. Then it's snack time, uh, and it turns out that there is a bit of a conflict between these two because one of them likes the Kinoko no Yamas, and one of them likes the Takinokos no Satos. So they're have you had either of these? I do not know. I had to Google these. I had to see what they even look like. I've uh, had, if I'm correct, the uh, Kanoko no Yama are the oh, ones that look like little mushrooms. The mushrooms. Right? I've had those. I've had those, and I do like them. And so just because that's the only one I had, I prefer those. There I'm full gorilla. So you're team gorilla right here. And I do. I think that he has the strongest one. You, you don't get the chocolates on your hands. You don't have the chocolate on the fingers. The I do like that. But and I think going. Matsuo's counter with like the argument that, oh, they roll around the place, I think that's weak. I think gorilla wins. Yeah, I don't need wins. that because these things aren't staying much of rolling anywhere. They're in no. my mouth. I'm you're going to get them. eaten. It's more of the napkin and stuff like that. But I do like the idea that they're going deep dive into these two <laughs> snacks that are legit. They're legit snacks. Like I said, I've had the one. Uh, we end up, we're involved in like the snack of the month club from the oh. worlds. And we end oh. up having that from uh, the Japanese. From the Japan. So it was cool. So I'm actually, I'm like, oh my God, I'm in the gorilla. And I think that when they go through it, it is like one of those arguments is like you're arguing about s'mores or breakfast mm. cereals. I always like that, but this does lead to, to more arguments right? and, and I like that Because like, it's not just like Oh I like this more than you uh, But they get into mind games Like they're like Oh yeah <laughs> And then Oh he tricked me Oh he got me And and then we have the likes of Gachi Gorilla You magnificent rascal I love as- when he Gachi's the magnificent <laughs> rascal That made me laugh so much You even <laughs> sent that to me And they're it made me laugh Glaring at each other and this is this, and this is even better because we have Roboco. Bondo's trying to kind of like you know water under the bridge. He's trying to mellow things He's out. He's like no. the mediate between them to get them back. Roboco, she's stirring it on. She's like advantage to the Kinoko Yoriabas. She's like trying to get the fire under them, and, and that's the thing. It starts off with just the chocolates, and they have their back and forth, and then it starts talking about the mangas and talking about the video games. They they can't agree with anything. So pretty much the whole chat, and, and uh, every time Roboco tries to introduce something new, she thinks that this will make him cheer up. No, they just keep on arguing the whole time. Uh, but eventually, and, and we do see we get like girls with short hair, girls with long hair, 
uh, bananas and oranges, cats and dogs, like everything, everything. Uh, and and they're even talking about manga stories. But then we get at the very end that you know they they hate each other so much, but it's because really deep down they love each other so much. We get sparkles. Oh my goodness! And then we get like they really. You know, they might not understand each other, but maybe they really do all along. Yeah, that- and, and the best thing is that's what the Roboco goes with. Like, you know, I don't know if I'm more of a gorilla guy <laughs> or a Matsuo. <laughs> it actually throws those two as the question because she knows they'll each pick the opposite one. Oh. Like, Gorilla loves Matsuo and Matsuo loves Gorilla. So it's like, there's nobody that can top Gorilla. I mean, look at him. He's got the physique. It's funny when he's uh, he's got, but man, he's got a heart of gold. And there are, and then they realize that they love each other. Oh and my that's what goodness! This whole thing is, and they end up. It's so funny that you end up having them come together as that, and they're crying and hugging. And then you know, Roboco's like, "Why are they doing that?" Next thing you know, Bondo's in tears. <laughs> I love you guys. Bondo joins he in. Gets, oh, it's so good. It is very, very good. And again, it's it's like you know Sakeme and all those these these books are always good for a smile, and they rarely. I mean, I'm telling you, people who sh- I almost said the S word. Oh my goodness, people who don't like this one. People oh, crap geez. on you know the whole thing with me and Roboco. Either they just have no heart, or <laughs> they need that like oh I I only like it with the kaiju and the robot, whatever it might be. Mm. This I, maybe what it is. It, they're longer chapters than what there's would a lot usually of be a gag, but but it always pays off. And there's only been, in this whole deal, maybe two chapters that I thought, eh, that one wasn't so great. Mm. Most of them are, are just really good, and it's all about friendship, all about manga, and, and so good. I mean, you go. even have things thrown in here again with the manga stuff, but uh, what did you give it? I'm going to go 8.8. I really did like it. I mean, the the Matsuo and the Gorilla chapters are always our favorites anyway, and this was another good one. Yeah, I think that I'm going to I'm gonna match you with an 8.8. It's really, really good, and it's really fun. And even if, again, even if you don't even know the characters, just the wackiness of it, and them at the end just all crying and <laughs> hugging is so nice. But we're going to move on to a, a next book that we mm. have really, really liked lately, mm-hmm. and you get a color cover you get the deal color page here it's blue box uh what is the whole stats there <laughs> i thought we were doing the second one of days no, no we're doing i the actually blue box. have the blue box here oh, okay we have the blue one. boxes i'll chap- tell you it's chapter 22 score there we go and very nice color page I, although i did I, I a part of me was like i didn't know if it was hina or if it was chinatsu that's chinatsu i chinatsu. told you that they're very similar when very they change similar. their hair bit I'm they are you. But it is Chinatsu. She's mm. there. Looks very sad. I think that I'm going to use oh. my, my crystal ball here. Okay. She's there. Those are flowers that she's putting on Taiki's grave. Oh. He's going to die in the bed. That's <laughs> what I say. But I'm telling you, the way it goes at the end, maybe, you know, but only, only no, no good guys play badminton, only the bad boys. This is going to be quick because there's a lot of badminton. <laughs> And we we have said it before. I I started out this whole thing making fun of badminton. Then we started wanting more badminton, and the the badminton stuff seeing Taiki develop was great. We're we're there to the prefectural. They're trying to get to the national, so all that tournament deal. Boy, it's heavy. It is heavy on the badminton, mm. and so it's going to be quick. But before that, you do end up having Taiki. He is out in the garden 
doing some stretching and calisthenics. Uh, On the radios? And it's the radio, and it's funny, too. I think there's a cultural thing here where we're supposed to know that this is something like old people listen to, possibly, or something, because Chinatsu comes out and says, I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, like, is this something that isn't on? I, I don't get it. But, they, you know, they're basically sweating to the oldies out there in the garden, and they're both doing it. They're getting ready. Taiki's ready for his tournament. The basketball's the next day. That actually is a good setup so they can each go and they see go. the other play. That's all it is for, really. But you can go with maybe it's at the same gym, and we have seen that they share gyms. So whatever, but it does allow that. Well, you end up where Taiki's all fired up, and he's ready for his tournament. Shinatsu is like tomorrow so soon. Like she's not ready. She's a little more nervous. But they always end up, you know, getting each other fired up for there things. And then you get the big thing of this chapter, which happens in the first couple pages, where you know Taiki says, "Can I ask you something when we're done? When my tournament's over?" And and she's like, "Well, you can ask me now." He's like, "No, no, no." And basically, it looks like it's when she said, "I'm jealous." You know of Hina mm. when they was she jealous of Hina and the supposed or was she jealous of the chicken? So the he wants chickens. to know that, but he doesn't want to know now because either it's going to get him too excited or yes. it's going to rip his heart out. He doesn't mm. need that before the tournament. And then, you know, to almost give you the idea that Shinatsu is not thinking of taking. Can I ask you a question? But can I ask now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you cheer in badminton? And I'm telling you, I wouldn't know. There's no cheer in badminton. Rock 'em, sock 'em, shuttle cock 'em. I don't know. That Uh-oh. sounds dirty. That's You're not dirty. allowed to yell that. <laughs> I, yeah, I know that anything with shuttle cock in you the don't like that. No rock 'em, sock 'em, shuttle cock 'em. That'd be awesome, not. right? No, I don't think so. Yay! But it's basically <laughs> a score, I guess. Score. He doesn't even know, and she goes, "All right, Taiki." Score. <laughs> I'm like, that's right. cute, right? He does want to score. By the way, I just want to throw that out, out there. Rock em, suck em, shuttlecock. And they end up going <laughs> to the tournament. And then, you know, she's like, oh my God. And then he's like, oh my God, why is she putting my heart through this? And again, he didn't want any sort of distractions like this. And she still did it. She looks cute doing it, right? I swear to God, I needed Hina in this. Where is Hina? I needed Hina to come in because you know that Hina would show up and basically say, like, ah, you're nonsense and you're not as good as me and my thing and, and whatever. But Stop I, doing I, I hope that she is in the crowd. She better be watching. She yeah, better be I think watching. she will be. Well, they go to the tournament and even like, oh, what are you doing? Doubles or se- oh, doubles first. Okay. And you get the setup of who they're going to play. But the big thing here, too, once you get started in this is the idea of. You, you end up having Hyru's rival, Hyodo, Whoa. the guy who he can't beat. He's Big there. Nose. They start. I, I don't like that. I mean, if you're going to make a villain here, you did it well because this guy's ugly. And he ends <laughs> up, I hate to throw shade at him, but he's ugly. He really is. You look at him, you're like, look at you. Like everybody else has that like kind of stand like he looks mean and ugly. So he's got they end up, I love the trash talk. This guy's also dumb. He doesn't get the trash talk. You end up where, again, Hyru is talking big game, but then once this guy starts playing and starts doing it, he, he can't stop talking about how great this guy is. This guy is. is Olympic level. Yeah, and he's like, he's the best. Uh, you know, I'm only 
they're good at one thing, like throwing the curveball, but he could hit the fastball and the curveball. That is baseball talk, by the way. Luke, I, I over were... my head. Jeez. With that, I'm telling you, Taiki the whole time is looking at Hyrule like, why are you kissing this butt, guys? But this is your rival. What are you doing? And I think that with that, I think that, you know, Taiki says, He's okay, you know. I see he's good, but it doesn't seem like Taiki is as impressed. I think mm. Taiki is the guy, like, all right, you know. I think, and at one point, even starts saying, like, I wonder what would have happened if they hit a cross shot against that. And I don't know. Hyrule looks like either he's like, you know what, I do have a good partner, or he's like, you silly boy, <laughs> you, you are going <laughs> to be demolished, right? But they see him pumped up a lot of a lot of this guy playing badminton uh, you know in, in this chapter yeah, but the art's cool though and it I is it's really art. good and it, basically it's, it's you know setting up the, oh, the rival deal but they have to have their you know first match and they go off to get warmed up they're going to get the announcement of the thing and, and you end up having good guy taiki who could be a gem, a gem. Of the week because he goes then and sees that this kid has fallen asleep on some seats, doesn't look comfortable, dropped his wallet. Oh. I'm like, get that wallet, Taiki. That guy might have some, you know, Kashunda. You might be able to take Shinatsu out on a date with him Cha-ching. now. He ends up picking up and say, hey, buddy. I like that this guy, like, interrupts him like, hey, buddy, wake up. Here's your wallet. And he's like, yeah, I like my sleep. But the guy says, man, that guy's a nice guy. What a nice kid. That is so kind of you. He seems real nice. That's so great. And then Taiki gets called high was like, get the heck over here. We got to warm up. He's like, all right, coming. And this kid whose wallet fell, he kind of gets up and the other, that's who they're playing next. That's the big thing. And this guy goes, that's a nice guy, but nice guys aren't cut out for badminton, right? <laughs> the bad boy sport. That's what I always say. That must be the goofiest thing I've ever read. When I was signing up for sports and playing sports as a kid, which I oh, love with the badminton right? boys. I'm there, listen. I, I wrestled, I played football, right? okay, and I okay. ended up running track a bit, baseball, basketball, mm-hmm. all the soccer. All right, mostly my favorite, ice hockey. And and the thing is, they're like, you play ice hockey, that's pretty rough, you know. I'm like, nothing like the badminton. <laughs> like, that's the bad boy sport. Whoa. You don't go near them badminton guys. And <sighs> you see them coming down the hall, you best run. Don't it's mess the with bad- the shuttlecocks. They're not nice guys. The rock them, sock them, shuttlecock them. They oh, yell. my goodness. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Sitting there, really? Nice guys aren't cut out for badminton? Whoa. I, I, I'm telling you, who is cut out for badminton? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I Again. Picnics, yeah, you know. Mm. I I always got the idea that badminton was like one of those things, like you weren't fully cut out for tennis, and plus you don't like the outdoors. You know, I bet you people, you know, all the badminton fans have they've unsubscribed now. That's probably the biggest insult. I just look, you're right. Poor man's tennis. All three of them. Oh, (laughs) see, I I had to eventually get back to ripping badminton apart because when you end up having at the end, nice guys aren't cut out for badminton. I begged it. I begged to differ. <laughs> Taiki, we see. But again, nice guy. it's one of those things. I mean, the whole deal. It should be nice guys aren't cut out for any competition because oh, that. Uh, but nice guys finish last. Taiki, he's he's changing the game. He's breaking oh. the mold. There you go. Badminton world won't be the same. The bad boys, you better watch out. I'm I'm gonna go. It's most of my books. I'll actually go a little. Eight point three. Okay. Um, I was gonna go eight, but I do. I still like this book a lot. And I want to see the tournament. Now, the pre-tournament, you know, thing of, 
let's watch this other guy go. Eh, I didn't really need that, but I like the stuff at the beginning with Shinatsu. And we get that set up. I'm going to ask you a question. So that's huge. I mean, that's big that. if he does end up doing that. Uh, but I do need Hina in the crowd as well. And glasses she has and to, Hina. She has to be there. And she'll be with glasses. You uh, know that. Absolutely. She has to be there. But I'm wondering if, you know, I'm actually wondering if they will end up winning. I mean, this is the doubles. That's mm, not important. Doubles against big nose. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not that important. So the, to get Hyrule really pissed off at Taiki, you could play that game. Where he messes up the doubles to really mm. get Hyrule, uh, you know, pissed. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. What would you give it? I'll go eight point five. Uh, I mean, I think Hyrule does a lot of the heavy lifting here. I mean, like it is, it is a lot of badminton, but we do like Hyrule, uh, and we do get. And we some haven't that, had him in a while. You we know, even said nice at one moments. point he disappeared, right? Yep. So we end up getting them back. So that's cool. Yeah, I, I could go with that, but I'll, I'll stick with with my deal. We'll That'd go be. to the next deal, which is Sakamoto Days. That you this is the Sakamoto Days. And what is it, Luke? I got the Days Chapter 40's Overload. Oh, Overload. my goodness. And we're going to continue Shin and Lou fighting in the convenience store against the awful, awful Saul, the serial killer who likes the manga and big axes. And <laughs> smokes, right? He does it all, this guy. Smoking like a badass. The, the biggest problem with this is that Shin could not read his mind. And oh. we had this set up already with this, with the card playing, you know, Wu-Tang, when he said, you only can read the mind on the surface level. If I'm not thinking about a move, if I'm, I can confuse you. The problem with, with old Saul, he's insane. He is a guy all you have Shin seeing is kill, kill, kill. I mean, this guy has a bloodlust that goes beyond. And so that's all he ends up seeing. This psycho kills for pleasure. We saw he can't necessarily fully read his mind. And and so this is going to be tough. Again, this ends up making this like the most important Shin chapter. I mean, oh, in, this my, is huge. in my notes, I wrote, he basically becomes Neo in the Matrix <laughs> of my mind. I mean, he goes above. It actually, this guy, it, it, it evolves and ups the level of what Shin can do. Oh, yeah. And if this continues, it might be a bit overpowered, but it does change up the game a bit so we don't have that same thing. Now, Lou is just there wanting to drink. And at one point, I, I still think that she may drink that ethanol, the, the crazy, you know, antiseptic. I mean, she really wants to get drunk here because this guy's just ripping through this whole deal. And I said convenience smart. It ends up almost being like a Home Depot. The hardware you know store. What I mean? Like a big hardware store mm. type deal. And you're going to get them grabbing different things to attack and things like that while you know, Saul says what he does and says yes. that, you know, we saw before he wants everybody to have this memorable death. He wants to be there when their life ends up meaning something when he kills them and stuff like that. And says, you know, when you're watching a movie or reading a manga, you, you get that big death. That's always the feels. And I want everybody to have that. He's he's insane there you with go. that. And they're, they're fighting. And again, it's nice where you see Lou and Shin team up. Because they've been coming more and more close, and they're—I mean—they're using this is home alone in the hardware store. You end up where Lou is shooting with the nail gun. This guy thinks it's clever. Then you get the classic with the torch and the the aerosol spray that ends up. I mean, this guy should be dead, right? 
I mean, and even he was smoking, so like that, you know, bad news. He doesn't seem like like not his clothes aren't even that burnt. I thought that you would get more from that. He's but that you, good. He is, I guess, but also ends up where Lou saves Shin. I mean, and that's something that you wouldn't have expected because of the idea of reading minds, things like that. Mm-hmm. But you end up where this guy, he's so just awful that he does then get the disinfectant. And just pours it on. You know that hurts, right? I mean, that that hurts when you, you get a little. You, you get a little rug burn on there, and you put that. <laughs> it hurts. He's just pouring it on him. I thought that again, where you end up having little like, I just want to drink. <laughs> I just want to drink that. Um, but basically, this guy, you know, spells out a little too much. Too much talking on this guy's part, where he Uh-oh. says, "Listen, I'm going to kill you, and Lou." And then I'm going to go, and what I really am doing here is setting up, you know, a great death for Sakamoto because I'm going to kill his family and his friends. And you get that little splash page of his little daughter and, and everybody and the mom. And the it's funny, guy. too, because as this is going on, Shin is being told this. You don't see him, but you even see Lou in the deal. So it is like that whole deal. I'm going to kill mm. them all. And then he's going to start right now with Shin. And that's the deal. I'm interested in Sakamoto. I love that he has a family. I get to kill them all so that he is the father that lost everybody. And then he'll die a spectacular ending. And we get, I mean, what is this? A mega up of the Neo power where he now can tell the future. He ends up stopping this guy without even looking now. The guy is going to kill him and he stops. and He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He did that before I even moved. And that's where Shin turns and is like, I can see your future. And then just destroys this guy. I mean, with that, what do you think at the end? Is it like this This guy's just completely dead? I mean, Shin <laughs> looks like wacko here. This like he's like in a the, trance. This is the type of ending we get like from Sakamoto. You know, like this level of just next level. And you know what's cool about it is during the deal, Haisuki is talking with Sakamoto about Shin. Like, Shin's pretty good, right? Mm. And Sakamoto even says, like, he is. He's good, but he's going to evolve. He's mm-hmm. get, and this is what he needed. He actually needed to care that much and have mm. something, you know, threaten the deal where it looks like he has, you know, pretty much up this level. His there powers, remember, I think that his level will go up from that D or whatever he was that he was pissed about. But yeah, it's really good. It, it really is good. And uh, I'm going to give it a 8.9, right? Ooh. Under a 9, <laughs> right? Under a 9. Oh. Uh, because I, I really did like it. I thought this Shin is your I'll give boy. It a nine. I'll go Shin for the is nine. your boy, Jim. And it's I'm worried about this upgrade being too powerful, but I think it's gonna be one of those where if it does stick and they end up like, okay, well, you just it's not gonna be something he can do all the time. It's when mm. something really bad is gonna happen and like this thinks of other takes a people. lot out of him, you know? Yeah, and I think that, you know, you just go back to the normal with that. But uh what would you give it? I want to match your nine. I think okay. it was a bag it's of really good. It is. Mm. It's really good. And and we're we're kind of back to the deal where, boy, we, we really do like this. Oh, yeah. It's back and on track. We never, we never go too low on it, mm. but it, it sends sometimes through. But I do like this. Now, you can say we're dealing a lot with the saw. We still have three other serial killers mm-hmm. that we have to go through. But I'm liking this with Shin and Lou, but we're going to move on to the next chapter, which is what, Lou? Yes, the Elusive Samurai, chapter 33 chapter 33 Generation 
1334. You see, I've seen the 13s in my head. I was yes, confused. you do. Now, oh, boy. this is one of those chapters is why we stopped talking about this. Cause I'm telling l- you, I'm fumbling just thinking about this. A lot of things going on, and I'm going to make it very easy for us. Okay. You end up having Tokiyuki, our lead character, his home, his city of Kumakura, which we saw them going and getting a little intel and getting some sushi from, that is being taken over. Right now by the new rulers uh, And with that It is the uh, The new rulers are Here we go They <laughs> took over from the Hojos The, the Hojo, Hojo clan. clan got defeated uh, By the uh, Chicago clan Which yes. are the big clan with the brothers And they showed the one there The big guy And also Tadayoshi is the leader there So yes. we have him Everybody loves him And basically what's going on here Is everybody is cheering for them, even though they just ended up slaughtering pretty much all these people's relatives. They get a little turned off by that. Why are they, you know, cheering us? Something's wrong. This is weird. And you do end up having the last remnants of the Hojo attack. You end up having these, you know, underlings there, this group called the Kanto Hisa Shiban. Well, that what it's spelled out as, listen, and, and in my mind, it's like the Beatles, right? You end Beatles. up having all the. The old people's music, the oh. Beatles came, they were fresh. So when they go into this, you end up having Tadayoshi, the main guy. He is a strategist. You know, he gets Ooh, all the strategies. And what he's figured out is the Hojo clan that used to run this town, they kind of got old and old that. So what they need is some fresh youth and oh. the young, and that's the way. They Get need the, the surfer dudes. They have the surfer dude. All these people, they're in their crazy... Hawaiian shirts. They they don't even have to dress like they, they get to pick how they dress because Whoa. he says, "Listen, if we were you know off in other places, I would make you you know attire proper all that. Attire. But here, I want the the youth of this deal. I want them to really take to us. This is the way we're mm. going to win over the town and whatnot. Plus, they're pretty kick ass because you end up having them being attacked by." Like I said, the remnants of this Hojo clan mm. that are still there, they end up revealing themselves. There's going to be this big attempt to take back the city. They get slaughtered. I mean, we really don't have to go through the in particulars, though you do end up seeing Surfer Joe, our favorite. The surfboard is actually a sheath for the giant cloud Final Dang. Fantasy sword. Incredible. And it has a reach where they can even go across the moat and kill people, but... <laughs> You see these things, and you see that these, you know, pretty goofy at points looking. I mean, Surfer Joe looks good, but they're they're deadly. And pretty Even the much, horse dude, he's yeah, pretty yeah, the serious. horse dude, he's serious. Everybody's afraid of him. And really, by the end, you see that this is going to be tough to take back that city. This is what Tokiyuki really wants. He wants his city back. But there's a little bit at the end, and I think we're going to get back to the power of love. With oh. all of this, because yeah, they have the strategy, they have the strength, they even have the youthful looks, right? They have all that. But while that's going on, Tokiyuki says, "I'm as youthful as they are." I mean, I'm only nine. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a funny. <laughs> you deal, always but, forget how young he is. Yeah, he's you know? so young. Jeez. So that the youth party's like, I don't know that he really understands what they're saying, but <laughs> you do see that it's going to be tough. That's all this is in my mind. Is you know, we're going to end up if you want to take back your hometown. It's going to be really tough. But at the end, when all is said and done, the Hojo, they're decimated. This is now, you know, the whole deal with the Ashikaga clan now rules this town. It's transferred. It's there. And it Mm. even says it was 
transformed into a city under Ashikaga clan. Uh, but the big thing in my mind, it's such a weird thing that I think this is the huge part, is when they're leaving the battle and they just, hey, I'm hungry. What are we having to eat? And the one guy says, oh, well, the sea bream catch was big today. Ooh. And already you get the one guy say, I'm sick of seafood. That shows that they're not caring about this town. They don't in my know mind, about the locals. That's why we had the the sushi the last time. And then the you fishes. even have it where you see that, you know, they it, it the worst came to worst. These guys don't really care about that. They'll just leave. Mm. You know, oh, well, you know, they. but this is what, uh, you know, Takayuki, this is his town. This is what he loves. This is what he misses. And he says, I have more love for my home of Kamakura. And I think that that's what it's going to base. But you end up having the, everybody in this whole deal. They're little kids. And they're like, yeah, we can do it. We're the youthful deal. And we'll get them. I'm like, you are going to be slaughtered. Like, this you is a war zone. And remember again that they are the elusive warriors. They, yes. they don't really go well with an attack. But maybe that's where you, you defeat somebody with strategy. Mm. Maybe because of that, you can end up doing that. But by the end. It's nice enough. The art's good. It's just when it gets heavy with the real, you know, names just. And yeah, you yeah. get placards for these other, you know, well, the they're so the nice. They're very Japanese yeah. names. Yeah. They have it's, big it's the, names. It's yeah. very confusing. And the Kanto uh, Hisa Shiban, the group that is under Tadayoshi. Again, they're, like you said, Japanese names, but also they just kind of. Get thrown at you, and then you go from that, and they're doing. And I'm like, I don't it's know. It's rapid fire. Surfer Joe Girl. Other guy, I mean, oh, some just... of them, I'm like, eh. and and one of the guys in my mind really does look like the leader Tadayoshi, so mm. I'm like getting them confused and all that. So with that, when it gets full out history, it it, it loses me a bit. Yeah, so with yeah. that, I, I mean, I like this enough. I like, but I'm still a seven five because of my confusion going through and just wanting to see the fun of you know Takuyuki and his his gang. And seeing more of that, like we liked that last chapter with the, you know, sushi because that was a fun deal. But mm. this is a historical, it's like a s- historical manga with a little gag sensibility at points. <laughs> but it loses me when you go oh, back when to it the gets, history When it stuff. leans too heavy on the history. I yeah, it's too much for me. What would you hard give to swallow. I'll go 7.2. Uh, anytime we get like this villain focus, like when it shifts the, cause really it's Tokuyuki and his, his elusive samurai gang. That's what it's all about. Yep. That's what but it is. But when about. they shift the focus and it gets really, and like we do have goofy characters here, like Surfer Joe. We yeah, love him. Do. But, um, like when it, when it shifts focus and it gets really deep into the history stuff, it goes over our head, you know? Yeah, it does. So we'll move on to the next chapter. And the next two are going to be quick ones. Oh. I'm going to start off with a little high school family. Chapter 55, Haruka's Path. And you get back to this whole deal really, really quick. I mean, mm. when we ended up having this and you, you wanted to join the club, all of that the stuff. Shoji. The Shoji Club. I didn't think that we'd get so heavy into it this quickly because a lot mm. of times you go past this and go and then you get back. But you're right into this. It starts with Ichiro. He gets a, a shoji set for Haruka, who pretty much wants to quit. It's not <laughs> cute enough. It's not what she imagines. At one point in this, she says to the guys in the club, especially the leader, Seiji, says, I expected us to hang out in parties in, in the summer and go to Disney World, like stuff like that. 
And so she doesn't like it, but she's so good at it. That's the big problem. And twice in this book, she calls people pervs, which I love. And I love Haruka, <laughs> too. But she's down. She She's kind of sad. And she ends up, like, running. And then you see, as a gem, Seiji, the, the president, mm-hmm. the leader of the club, even though she's the leader right now, but they have really transformed this club into what looks like a daycare to me. But it's supposed to be cute. She wants a cute club. She still doesn't like it. She still says, like I said, she thought they, we, they'd go skiing in the winter, have an uh, island club made, like nonsense. They, she just, and he even says, there's no club like that. You, stop it. And again, he can't play Shoji anymore because she beat him so soundly. But he says, listen, we're going to go. I have somewhere to take you. It's a little surprise. Let's go. Now, with that, that should be stranger danger. Oh. But that's fine. A little later, she calls him out on it because she goes and she sees that there are girls that play. That's a big thing. Mm. He says, did, did you think you were the only girl who played? Yeah, I did. <laughs> he ends up actually saying, yes, I did. But she sees. Now, with that, it looks like there's one girl, but that's enough. But, hey, you want to you wanna play against people? You just go to these things. It's a big, it's like a meeting, a tournament type deal. But it, it seems very lax. You just kind of go and jump in and whatnot. And she's like, out of nowhere, well, I kind of have to go to the bathroom first. And he's like, why didn't you tell me you, you want me to go with you? She's like, no, you perv. And he's like, am I babysitting? But really, all <laughs> this is is for her to maybe love Shoji, but she ends up playing this girl. And you see that Seiji is there to make sure that Haruka goes to her full potential. When you end up having Haruka trying to let this girl win, who's way older, trying to let her win because she... <laughs> She wants to be friends or whatever. <laughs> he won't allow it. He starts screaming at her. You don't do this. And these people, their tears are what they deserve. He gets so <laughs> over the top. She's so good. She ends up. And what happens is she plays a move that's just a real stupid move. And he knows that's not what you meant. You're Ooh. trying to play it easy. This girl then gets so upset. She's trying to be easy. I mean, it's a little girl. She runs off. And then at the end, you have basically everybody lining up to play Haruka as she's just defeating everyone. You have guys rolling on the ground. They're all <laughs> upset. And with that, she does seem to like it. But when he's yelling, she's crying. And yet, but it does end up saying at the end, Haruka Latani, move forward on the path to Shoji supremacy wow and yeah you end up getting like she's the best in the world it's crazy he's yelling accept your destiny <laughs> he's yelling at her so much uh but yeah it's funny he's a gem but also an anti-gem all yes. wrapped up in the one so... because he just thinks that if you're that good you can't lay low you got to do it but it's really good it, it actually is like a legit chapter more of a legit chapter for this book than a lot of others are it's, you know, a gag deal, but it is kind of a serious deal with Shoji and, and her. Uh, but by the end, I, I give it an 8, maybe even an 8.5. I did mm-hmm. like it. I like Haruka chapter, so I'll go a mm-hmm. little more positive with an 8.5 uh, and just maybe giggle. But uh, what do you give it? I'll go 8.2. I think solid chapter. We we do always like the Haruka chapters. Uh, I'm I'm glad that we got to like, go back to the Shoji club so soon. I didn't think we'd be back so soon. Yeah, I, I didn't either. It. Yeah, and, and, you know, you get a little bit of the other family members at the very beginning, but this is straight up Haruka, so that's cool. Uh, But we're going to go to the next real quick one where you're going to take us through what, Luke? Yes, we have the Tis Time for Torture Princesses, Torture 114. And you know how it is every week we get something cute or something tasty, 
as the new torture. We're back on track this week with the tasty foods. And I got to say, it does look very delicious because we do have torture bringing out the today's torture of the Swiss roll cake. Uh, it's become a readily available dessert in recent years, but I suppose will the princess fall to it? And that's the thing. X the sword, Excalibur, he's thinking, no, no, the princess, she's well used to to lousy Swiss rolls. This is not going to be a problem. But the big thing is, like, princess, she's been eating Swiss roll, all types of fancy Swiss rolls, world-class Swiss rolls with all fancy fillings. But the thing is, and this is what Torture Tortuga points out, she had a dream as a child to eat the whole thing, bite into it whole and eat it all in one go. And that's a dream that they all had as kids. But, you know, now they've kind of moved on in life. They're getting older. They can't just, you know, you know the way the digestive system works as you grow older. You can't really, it's not going to agree with the tummies if we start doing it now in this day and age. Uh, as that's something that Torture Tortuga found out, unfortunately. Uh, it can cause severe indigestion, and, uh, and and the princess does not like the sound of that, but that's why she kind of uh, encourages. She encourages the princess, you know, when will that day be? When will you fulfill that childhood dream and eat that Swiss roll whole, is the question. And it turns out that it's going to be today, because... <laughs> <laughs> she's going to have the courage to take one step forward and take a big owl bite. And I do appreciate you get to see she takes that big owl bite out of that Swiss roll. And the, pr- the princess talks. She eats or she ate that Swiss roll whole uh, and it's just spreading. I like, you know, she's explaining it spreads all the goodness. It's just flowing through, covering every corner of her mouth. It's pure bliss. Uh, and then, she, I mean, she's looking pretty bloated at the end of it, but she's also looking pretty happy. So that's the main thing. And now her next dream is that she wants to eat an entire half of a watermelon with a spoon. <laughs> that's out of nowhere. I'm so gonna maybe eat that's it. next week's torture. Like, I don't know. Uh, watermelon with a spoon. You're like, <laughs> all right. And she's like, all right, we can try that later. But unfortunately, right now. It is not watermelon season, so you can't do that yet. But yeah, it's nice. Again, it's it's it goes well. It's exactly what the, you expect. Yeah, it goes well with the don't blush and mm. even the whole deal with the high school family and stuff like that. With the idea that yeah, you, you get some fun times, you get a nice real. This really ends up really being the idea of it being wholesome. Oh, yeah. And again, it is what it is type attitude with it because of the idea that it is so wholesome and it is the same thing, but yet it keeps us coming back. We we really do like the whole mm-hmm. deal with it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I actually always do enjoy it. What would you give it? I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I mean, like, it, it, it seems like it's crazy. Like, it's 13 pages. It's so simple. Like, this is probably one of the, this I would say was even quicker read than Don't Blush. Like, you fly through this. But every week, every week you keep coming back for more, you know? Yep. Yep. I agree. And so we are going to end this with what? Oh, yes. <laughs> what are we, we going to end with? I don't know. We are going <laughs> to end it with I Triangles. triangles. Yes. yes. Uh, one of the, one of our favorites with this. And with that, I am having some really I'm weird problems with my uh, with my computer. Uh, my, I, it's not loaded for me. I oh can't load goodness. it up either. Oh, so I'm gonna go from the <laughs> memories here. What we Chapter end up doing? Chapter sixty one.
Did you I load just, yours up? Because no, I just know it's called Chapter uh, yeah, 61. I, don't I have know. Chapter 61 as well. <laughs> I'm going to call it The Kiss That Might Have Been. We'll oh just go with goodness. this. For some reason, I cannot. Something yeah, it, is wrong. Com- the, the it will not oh, here we go. Here we go. I still can't. So you load it up. You, what is the chapter called? Yes, it is deal? The Responsibility of the Aikashi Mediums. Oh my goodness. We start, you remember we start things off with Of the Mind? Oh yeah, yeah. We have yeah, Suzu up. and little kid Suzu. You have little heartfelt of the heart Suzu who oh. are talking about is it a kiss or not? And I like that. Like, who are you in my <laughs> dreams that kind of look like a little me? And like, oh, you know me. I'm like your heart's desire. I'm the Whoa. one that you come and talk to with your heart. You know, and, and with all of that, you, you would have Suzu wondering what the heck's going on because of the idea that she has different versions of a reincarnated itself, all these things going on. But this one at least is nice, right? And, and yes. wants to have, but maybe it was a kiss. Maybe he, and it shows you that she hopes it was, even though, yeah, Ben Sirius said it was just mouth to mouth resuscitation, stuff like that. But you end up coming out of the dream and then things get sexy <laughs> because we get Rio is back. And Rio is is applying some balm. Oh, right. And, and they walk in, and basically, it, you can't read that on the bus. No, I mean, you're scrolling through that, that page. That's quick. the thing. You oh, and Hito better watch out. Oh, Don't geez. read that on the bus. And ends up with like, what are you doing? Oh well, you know, he's hurt. I'm getting this, you know, rub there, the Bengay there, and like, that's why it. are you doing it in that position? I mean, that's <laughs> crazy. And like, well, you know how that goes. And they're they're doing all of that, but this is kind of like. It felt like an epilogue type deal of let's cool get everybody cooled down. Let's get the whole setup of where people are at this moment. You know, mention the kiss. Then out of nowhere, you know, that's it. his mom just shows up and scares everyone. She's hurt. So you get this thing and you get a really important part of I remember. I'm telling you, I never could load this up. So this is <laughs> off memory. But the big part for me, I thought, was when they do mention, listen. The, you know, Ayakeshi Ninja deal, we can't get any help. There is a lot of stuff hitting uh, around the country. No reinforcements. And that's that's one of those things that a lot of times I think could feel forced. Mm -hmm. Um, Almost, again, it would be as if you sit there, but it's mentioned, so it's not. What I want to say is if you're a, a DC fan. Mm. You, why isn't the, why aren't the Justice League taking care where's, of this? Where's Batman? Marvel, where, where's the Avengers? These are the teams that are set up. So when you mention, a lot of times you'll get Avengers and oh, they're off planet. That that's yeah. that. But I like the idea that oh no, there's a lot of Ayakeshi you know stuff going down. They're all busy. We can't rely on them. It does make sense. So as you are going through, you then go off to. And I, I think that is what I'm going to call her from now on. The, you know, you have that homage May, but I like when they call her Shadow May. Shadow May. I like that. I'm like, that's what I needed. I needed something to and call her. And she's in the sexy lake. What is happening? I mean, sexy lake that looks like bus. she's got oil or a symbiote coming oh off my her in the most appropriate places to make it almost able to read on the bus. <laughs> Uh, but she's also there with Hinojika, who I like, you know, the guy mm. that they end up defeating. And, and pretty much he's like, yeah, you really done messed up that plan. You goofed and, uh, it. What do you that smacks him? Like, <laughs> get out of here. Get out of town. We're still doing this plan. It's all going. And then you do get mention then of Garuku, who I for, I always forget about. 
at one point I thought it was a girl. But the idea, that's the artiste. The artiste. Like the artiste. He's been here for a while as well, yeah. you know? And every time that he would show up, he got really big in the book when you were really dealing with the idea that we finally, oh my God, Suzu is the reincarnation of this May from before mm. the old Ayakeshi medium. But she doesn't remember, but this guy was in love. So we did have that whole deal where he is drawing his stupid pictures and stuff. Pretty much in my mind, I don't know about you, one of the least interesting characters in this entire book. <laughs> but I, this could be the this girl. ups the ante. That's the thing. That's why I wanted to mention it because Ooh. he does show up then and basically attacks. And attacks at a point where I think that the good setup is everybody's hurt, everybody's down, everybody, mm. you know. But then steps it up because Garuku ends up saying, I love May. He always did. And, oh, how could you go on her side? Whatever. It's like, well, sorry about that. But I'm going to use my artist curse jutsu. Oh, you can't use your air magic anymore. Pretty much makes Matsuri nothing. Can't do anything. He tattooed some chains on him. Yeah, done. And that's huge. That is really big with them going to fight. And, uh. Yeah, so we're going to have to see who steps up, who does this. We already saw Matsuri's mother. She's got a cast on. He's even hurt a bit, but now Mm -hmm. he can't even use his stuff. So it's going to be, you know, Suzu might have to step up. up. Yeah, might have to step up. Maybe Shirogane stepping up. Who knows? I mean, he's there. It it is funny because he's just there to be like, oh, my God, it's so (laughs) unpure. Uh, But, yeah, he's there. And also you do have Rio. But I don't know if it's going to do much. So we'll have to see. But yeah, this actually finally makes Garuku a pretty cool character. A and something that, yeah, that I'm like, okay, now you're more interesting than standing always on a bridge, always <laughs> doing paintings and stuff. <laughs> like, really? sketches. And, and he basically, at one point, I thought that he was there for info dump about mm. me and, and mm. to get all that because nobody would have known all that stuff. And, you know, oh, yeah, we did this and all that. So, uh, I, I think that's pretty cool and because of that. I'm I'm gonna give this a, an eight point eight. I actually wow. like it. I actually like it enough because I thought this was more focused, even if it's just a cooldown, but it's a focus. We get info about all the other ninjas, all that we even see of the heart, not of the mind, of the heart. Suzu, even though we know what she wants and that she does, you know, like Matsuri, but with that I like having that little bit there. And we get sexiness, right? There you, you go. You gotta have you some got of that. It all. So oh, I wish I could me. have loaded it up. <laughs> Tell you, my my computer, the browser is so wacky right now. Oh. It's doing one of those things because when I page through them, I use the scroll wheel. The scroll wheel is now totally turned into uh, making it bigger or smaller. Oh. The fonts, all that, and I cannot hit a link. No links oh, work in anything. And I think it's biggest, too saucy for your search. The biggest oh, problem here, I was started at the end. I don't know what happened, but the biggest problem is normally I would just quit out of the browser and reload it, right? But we use a browser-based recording deal. I cannot do that. No, you don't press no access. No, I have to just sit here and, I, and it stinks. But with that, what would you give it? I'll go eight point five. I'm saving the I'm saving the big ticket scores. Yeah, it looks like the deal. I'm waiting that, for Garaku's glow up here. Yeah, yeah. So that is uh pretty crazy there. But nice. what is your book of the week? My book of the week is going to be even crazier because my book of the week is going to out of nowhere. Uh, first time on the show, it's getting book of the week. Diamond in the rough. Ooh, mm, my 
goodness gracious. <laughs> Mine is damned damn. I really, really, I really like this chapter. And in fact, I'll go first with my gem of the week. It is actually from Dan to Dan. Oh. Let me scroll oh. here to make sure Shir- there. It's Shiratori. There you go. Bubblicious. Shiratori actually Bubblicious going against the whole deal of all that setup of her hating Momo and then actually telling everybody to wow. shut their mouse and, and pretty much putting all of her popularity on the line possibly mm-hmm. to do that I thought was really, really cool. And then even the whole team then nursing the crab monster. Crab man. Crab man back to help. Uh, what is your gem of the week? Uh, my double bill gem of the week oh, is going to be, it has to be the tag team, the ultimate. I know it. The ultimate bromance, uh, Matsuo yes. and Gachi Gorilla. Yep, I knew you were going to go with them, and they are great. And the, oh, yeah, Screw it. Throw Bondo in at the Bondo's end, right, yeah, the triple I mean, threat. Bondo starts crying and just has to get involved. You're both great. <laughs> Jumps in crying is so good. But yeah, hopefully everybody enjoyed the show, this last mm. section, a little longer than we planned. Uh-oh. A little bit, but I think we're getting better at this overall. We, we keep adding books and kind of getting less and less, but with that, we're going to get out of here. Everybody go over to Twitter <laughs> at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Also go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga, where you can listen to 14 shows in advance of Ooh. the Manga Monday show and also get our picks of the week show each week. Exclusive to that this week, we talked about Nehru, Witch Watch, and Mashal. So with all of that, thanks for joining me, Luke. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will talk to you soon. 